There are many avenues to success. The question is, which one is right for you? I don't have the answer to that, but what I do have is a long list of entertaining people who would like to tell you how they made it. Welcome to 3Ds to Success Podcast. Determination determines destination. When you stop viewing your challenges and obstacles as barriers and more as benchmarks, you'll be well on your way to creating a more fulfilled life. Join us as we dive deeper into the world of successes, no matter how you define the word. This is the 3Ds to Success Podcast with your host, Sid Ousley, a man with a lot of determination who has served with the U.S. Marines and as a deputy sheriff, now a certified speaker and mentor. Let's get right into today's episode. All right. Good morning. Good morning. This is Sid Osby from the Determination, Determination, Determination Destination podcast. We share stories of people who use their determination to overcome obstacles and challenges in life. The three Ds to success, determination, determines destination. And this morning I have Mr. Ian Harvey. Ian Harvey has, has a well-developed business acumen, a keen eye, and good insight. He's commercially very aware and has an enviable ability to make sound decisions under extreme pressure. He is naturally positive and enthusiastic with an achievement-driven disposition. Mixed with his excellent communication, negotiation, and presentation skills, you have someone with the ability to lead, train, motivate, and organize others effectively. He's always, he will always show unquestionable determination commitment and tenacity and has a strong desire to succeed. He will always rise to the challenge. Good morning, Ian. How are you? Yeah, good morning. Uh, well, it's good afternoon for me, but I am better than fantastic. That's great. That's great, man. You're, you're uh, coming to us all the way from the UK. Great to have you. Great, glad that you could make it. Yeah, it's a long journey, but I made it in, in a few seconds. All right. Technology. Love it. So tell us about your story of using what I call the three D's to success, determination determines destination to overcome the challenges and obstacles in your life and arrive at this the point of success that you're at now. Okay. Well, uh, thanks everyone for joining us because um, <clears throat> it's always good. Uh, I sort of like, I've always had an outlook where I'm, I'm going to do better. And the reason that started really is when I was, very young. My father, he worked for the police force the majority of his life and he had six children. Well, at that time, it was a case of you work for the police force for the honour, not for the money. So we were like pretty hungry. You know, there was my mum always used to say, you've had enough. But I don't know where she got that from uh, because I always felt we hadn't had enough. And I do remember going to the one day and saying, hey, I've got holes in my shoes. And she said, oh, we'll put some cardboard in because we can't buy you any new shoes. Uh-huh. And I made the decision right then, and I was only like probably seven to eight years old, when I grow up and have a family, it's going to be different. Not that I didn't love my mom and dad, because I did. And they give us every bit of love they had. But the reality is they struggled and struggled and struggled. So when I got to about the age of 13, I got my first job. And the guy I worked for was actually a millionaire. And he worked on market sites and what have you. So I had a job with him going 6 a.m. in the morning till 9, 9 a.m., off to school, straight out of school till 6 p.m. And I did that two or three nights a week. 
And then I told him my vision, my vision, like it's going to be different for my family. Uh-huh. And he said to me, well, if you want to make a difference, you need to have goals. Well, I looked at him a bit strange. I always remember looking at him because at that age, 13, all I knew about were goals were kicking a football uh-huh. in the goal. I have no idea what he's talking about. So this guy's crazy. And he said, no, you have to write them down. So, oh, I got it. So I did. I wrote them down, but nothing happened and still nothing happened. And then all of a sudden, after a short period, this guy died and he was gone. You know, and I'm like, okay, so what are we going to do with these goals? Anyway, moving on, I got to leaving school. And as I was leaving school, the careers teacher pulled me in and said, what are you going to do? And I said, "Uh, well, I'm going to run my own business. That's what I'm going to do. And he's like, no, people like you don't run businesses. Mm. And I remember saying to him, people like you sometimes get it wrong. Uh And he even said, even on your last day, you won't take advice. And he said, I think the best you could do is become a chef. Now, a chef is like, great. The problem I had, I can't even cook a piece of toast. Even now, I can't cook the toast. When Suzanne, my wife, goes away or she's not here, one of our daughters come around it's like, do not touch the oven. Do not cook anything, you know? Anyway, this guy said I should be a chef, so I thought, okay, well, I'm off out of here now. So I didn't finish school with any education to speak of. I got the basics and that was about it. I didn't take any exams. But what I did do is I left school at 16. I brought myself a 50cc motorcycle. Mm. I would go to a warehouse because in the UK you can't drive a car until you're 17. So I went to a warehouse. I brought watches. I took them to market stores. And by the time I got to the age of 19, I'd expanded quite a bit. had a lorry. I had vans. I had my own home. And we were cooking on gas. It was like, yes. But the only thing I didn't know what to do is I didn't know how to run a business. I had no idea because I come straight out of school, started off with this 50C motorcycle, the whole thing exploded, and I didn't know how to run a business. Mm-hmm. And the net result of that is I lost everything and had to go into sheltered accommodation. I even remember the one night I slept on an empty building concrete floor. I lost the lot. Wow. But it's quite strange because the saying that Les Brown uses, there's when life knocks you down, try and fall on your back. Because if you look up, you can get up. Yeah. And that's yeah. actually what I did at that time. And I actually went into sheltered accommodation. Um, I didn't have a cent, not one penny. It was like, pfft. so I got put in the sheltered accommodation. And I seen an advertisement in the paper because I thought, I am not giving up. I am going to create this better lifestyle. I am doing this. No matter how many knocks I get, it's going to happen. So I looked in the paper and it said, start your own business, minimum outlay. So I give them a call and they come around to my house. And the guy said, yeah, a big guy, six foot foot five. So it's like massive tall guy. Like He scared me, actually. And he nearly broke my hand when he shook it. So I was like, hello. Anyway, he said, you know, we do network marketing. No idea what he was talking about. Never heard of it. And he said, and to join, you have to pay us £75. Well, it's only because I was scared of him I did. Otherwise, I would have said, £75, not a chance. <laughs> anyway, I give him the £75, and I prayed, please, God, <laughs> don't let that check bounce. Uh, Find somehow of paying him because he's much bigger than me, and he's going to come tapping on my door. Uh, anyway, the good news was in my first week, I earned £80. No idea what I was doing. It just happened, and by... The skin of my teeth, he got his money, so he would become my friend rather than 
somebody wanted to take me out. <laughs> but what actually happened is I also joined the post office at that time as a postman because I had to raise some money. I had to get out of this sheltered accommodation because mm. I could see everyone in this sheltered accommodation was going to do nothing about their life. They were set there for 30 and 40 years. Mm. And I'm trying to talk positive and talk about goals. And they're like, you're right, mate. Anyway, so I got a job at the post office. And what this person did who recruited me into this network marketing company, he said, I will walk with you when you're doing the post in the high street. And I will tell you what to do. I will show you and I'll train you. You post the letters. I'll talk about network marketing. Mm. Well, he got me so excited the one day is I had travel tickets to go through a travel agent store. I got so excited, I pushed them through the wrong door. They went through a Chinese takeaway that mm. doesn't open till 6 p.m. And there were flight tickets for someone who was leaving that day. Yeah. So I sort of decided then, I said to him, you're getting me too excited and now you've probably got me fired. So I decided on that day, I went back to the office and I said, I'm out of here, guys. You'll find out why. <laughs> I didn't tell him why. I said, I just quit. <laughs> and that was it. Uh -huh. And um, so then I thought I better go to one of these network marketing meetings he keeps going on about. And I did. I went to a network marketing meeting. When I got there, the person greeted me on the door and said, um, what's your aspirations? And I said, oh, I think I'll be this presidential. That was the top level. I didn't really know what it meant. I said, oh, I think I'll be the top level presidential. And she said, oh, do you have an experience? I said, absolutely zero, none whatsoever, yeah? And she said to me, well, darling, it doesn't happen for people like you. How long do you think it's gonna take you? And I said, oh, I'll try and do it in a month. She said, it takes three to five years. I said, oh, okay. Anyway, uh, she told me, you know, people like you are pipe dreamers. They come and they go, you won't be here next week or the week after, at the month one. Six weeks later, I went back to the meeting and I got recognized for doing presidential in 33 days. Wow. And that year, my turnover, which I hadn't really any idea what I was doing, but my turnover that year was over three million pounds. That's four and a half million dollars from not even now what I'm doing apart from I am going to succeed. End of story. I don't care how many brick walls I go through. I don't know how many walls I climb. I am doing it. And so since then, all I've ever done, I've never had a proper job because a job is J-O-B, just over broke. Yep. So I didn't want one of those, that's what my dad had. And that was not for me. So ever since then, 34 years odd, and I've always been in the field of this industry, of helping people, motivating them, lead them. I spent thousands and thousands of pounds on, on personal development, investing in myself. I had a mentor for 30 years because people think, you don't need a mentor. And I mentor lots of people right now because I don't need one. And look at your results. I think you do because you, you get a blinker. You need someone to pull you back and say, hey, don't forget this. Uh -huh. So I had a mentor. And for, for 34 years now, I've just been out in the field there training people and developing people. I would imagine there's thousands of people that have a much better quality of life through going through the mentoring program that I offer. And it's fantastic for me because... I really like to see the results. The money is not the be all and end of it for me. If I can see someone who's in sheltered accommodation, go and give them hope. Go and actually get them off their knees and let's get them pointing in the right direction. Then for me, that is more worth more 
than anything else. And even now my coaching program, 20% of the people are really out on their luck, but they want to get on. So they're not paying. It's like, okay, fine, just turn up once a week and I'll train you, I'll lead you, I'll motivate you, and I'll get you to fly again. And that's where the real big buzz is. It's like when you've got something up here that's mm -hmm. absolutely pure, so you don't let the rubbish in, you have no option but to succeed. So that's sort of how I got started anyway, you know? That's an awesome story. So I'm sorry, and, and you know, you said you were in shelter com accommodation, which, you know, here in the U.S., it sounds like the homeless shelter, and you were surrounded by people who, you know, their attitude was less than positive. And you, like you said, you're in there talking about goals and being positive and looking like you like you're crazy. Yeah. You know? Yes. But I think that's probably the biggest understatement I've ever heard. These guys were not thinking I'm crazy. They wanted to take me out. Wow. You know, they're like, let me look in your pockets to make sure you haven't got one cent I can steal. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, I'm empty. You know, yeah. I always used to, I said to my wife at that time, we only just got married. And I said, you know, if anyone finds my wallet, in fact, I think I'm going to lose my wallet because if someone finds it, they might put £10 in and send it back to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so the thing is, is, you know, when you are going through difficult situations, when you're going through without determination, when you're doing the three Ds, mm -hmm. you've also got to have fun. Because people don't like to be around miserable people. Yeah. And so many people, it's like, if you ever ask me, hi, how are you feeling? I'm always going to say, better than fantastic. But some people, I'll say, how are you doing? They go, oh, you wouldn't believe what happened to me this week. Oh, do you know what's happened to the weather outside? It's like, no, I'm not a weather forecaster. I don't need to know. Yeah. Yeah? yeah, but it's like let's talk about everything that's going to take me backwards. That's what a lot of people do, mm -hmm. and for me, it's like shake off the dust. Let's start thinking what's going to take you forward. Yeah, because that's the difference. You've got to have good stuff up here. You know, I don't care. What anyone says I run a mentoring program. One of the elements of it is becoming the CEO of your mind. That's right. Because people, you know, it's it's horrendous. People think, okay. Uh, I've wrote a few, like, for example, goal setting. I've wrote a few goals on a card. Mm -hmm. Now I'm waiting for it. And it's like, really? It's like, yeah, yeah well, I wrote my goals down. They haven't come in yet. What they do is they go and watch all the TV about the virus for no. 10 hours a day. Some guy told me the other day, he said, I want to be on your mentoring program. So I said, what's your commitment? He said, well, I'm having the worst year ever. So I said, oh, okay, then. So how many hours can you spare me? He said, well, I don't have a job. So I said, oh, is this going to be a 40 hours then? Are you really going to go for this? He said, I want to be a millionaire. I said, okay, how do you spend your day at the moment? What do you do? And he said, well, most of the day, at least 8, 10, 12 hours, I watch the television. And I'm like, why are you watching the television? Yeah. The virus. I've got to know the virus. And I'm like saying, well, mm. what can you do about the virus? And what's that going to do to grow your business? What's that going to do to put money back in your pocket? Can you have any influence over it apart from wearing a mask and, and keeping a bit of distance from people? Why do you need to become the doctor of the UK? And he's like, well, you've got to know. I said, about what? Yeah. We know we've got a virus. Keep a distance. Put a mask on. Yeah. What else do you need to know? That's it. I can give you that 20 seconds. Mm -hmm. But people are there locked on, and it's been proven so many times. When there's a drama going on, the news channels go through the roof. It's because most people live in that drama. Now, some people are, are having a really tough time, but they want to get out of this situation. They do, and they're battling. But a lot of people don't. 
I can give an example. I have four daughters. They're all in their 20s now. And we did an experiment. They've got far more people on their Facebook than I've got. Millions. They've got hundreds, three, four, five thousand. Anyway, so we put on their, one of their Facebooks. You would not believe what happened to me. Full stop. Uh, and my daughter was flooded, absolutely flooded. Hundreds of people. Are you okay, babe? Do you want me to come around? Oh, is there someone been mean to you? Are you okay? Has anyone died? Uh, and it went on. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these messages. And then on another of our daughter's Facebook, we put, you would not believe what happened to me. I got a new job. Three responses. <laughs> just three. And that just proved to me and demonstrated that people live in the drama in general. Yeah. Because we know that 95% of the people earn 5% of the money. Yeah, right. And 5% of the people earn 95% of the money. Now, people say, oh, it's 90, 10. I don't care. Yeah. The reality is, is that 5% that are earning the 95% of all the money are the ones that are doing something about it. They're not all there. There's some of them had some tough luck this year. It's been a, like an, an interesting year, but they're fighting back. They're off their knees. They're standing up. What can we do positive about this? Yeah. And for me, the best thing we can do is fix what's going on up here because the television has always been the obstacle for people's success. See, people said to me the other day, someone's going to interview me and they said to me, what's your favorite film? I said, I don't watch films. They said, never. I said, absolutely not. You'd have to tell me the answer because I don't know the answer to this. Uh, and he's like, do you not watch film? I said, never. No, <laughs> I don't do this. I don't know. You have to tell me. He said, we won't ask that question. I said, you're probably wise. Uh, but the other thing that's taken over massively right now, absolutely massively, and it's destroying people's lives, is this. I don't know if you can see it. Here we are, here we are the camera, the phone. Uh, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but, you know, people now have got their heads down. I'm sure uh, they're all going to have bad necks yeah, because they're right. all fixed like this. They've got the phone in front of them, and they are scrolling, 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 scrolling for hours. I see people for hours doing this. I even seen a guy in our high street walking down the road with his phone like that. He headbutted a metal post, the street light, and the ambulance had to come and take him to the hospital. And it's because, you know, you've got to look after it. You've got to look after the only one asset you have is your time. Right. If you say, oh, yeah, time management and all that. No, no, it's not about time management. Here's the deal. If I was to give you $86,400 today uh, and say, you go and spend it all, but what you haven't spent by tomorrow, I'm taking back. This time tomorrow, I'm uh, coming back. What you've not spent, I am taking back. You can't have it. Uh, and you can spend it all, though. Whatever you buy is yours to keep. Nothing more than $5,000. And the question I ask people is, would you go and spend that money or would you give it your best shot to go and spend $86,400 knowing you've only got it for one day? Or most people would be like, you stand on this Zoom call, I'm off right now and I'm going to do it. Yeah? But the reality is, the reality is that's not correct because every single day we get 86,400 seconds. That is the only currency we have. The pound, the dollar, the yen, the euro, that goes up and down. It fluctuates. There's no guarantee. The only stable currency in your life 
is eight to six thousand four hundred. That's right. Seconds a day. And most people like the phone rings. When the phone rings, people are like, yeah, no, that's fine. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, stop. You're to when, when are you going to work? You've got the phone going all the time. Don't have the phone going. If someone rings you up, if you're to ring me up when I was working right now, it's 10 to 3 in the UK, by the way, right now. Mm -hmm. So if you call me up right now, pick the phone up, and they'll be like, hey, Sid, how are you doing? Yeah, just thought I'd give you a call. But can you be really actually concise? Because in four minutes, I've got a meeting. Oh, yeah. Well, what I was going to say was this. <laughs> now, if you don't do that, they just say, oh, have you seen the weather? Have you seen the lockdown? Have you seen this? And it's like they don't get to the point. They are actually wasting your currency. Your currency. Yeah, so right. if you want to be successful, in my opinion, you need to be careful who you mix with. We know that 95% of people earn 5% of the money. They're the people called the quicksand crowd. They're going to hold you back. They're going to do everything I can. They're the people like the school teacher who told me, Ian, people like you don't run businesses. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Well, unfortunately, people like me do run businesses. It's got nothing to do with who I am. It's to do with what I have in there. Right. That is what the most important thing is. What's in there? What's going on upstairs? Because what you're allowing in, whether it be the phone scrolling, whether it be the television, it doesn't matter. What are you, le what are you letting in? That's your future. Mm -hmm. End of story. What you should be doing is listening to audio programs. You should be reading books. You should be getting in touch with people like you, people who can lead you, people who can share. You should get a mentor. You should get really excited people around you because the 5% of the excited people will encourage you. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to say to you it doesn't happen. Your goal might be that big. It scares the life out of you. It probably is unbelievable for the person you're telling about it. Those are the people you need to hook up with. That's the right. ones who have the goals who can scare you. That's the one, you know. Someone says, oh, I'm going to do this. and That's not very big, really. What's going to scare you? What's the biggest thing you can dream of? Uh -huh. The biggest thing, you know, and then let's set a plan because people say, okay, I've set my goal now. But you need to back that up, you know. It's like, what is your personal development plan? How many books are you going to read this month? How many... CDs you're going to listen to, how many downloads are you going to listen to, what are you going to do to grow your mind, then in your business, what hours are you going to spare, now when is it, is it 9 to 5, because when it is, be in business, mm -hmm. and then spiritual leisure, that's my goal, so, so you become whole then as a person, but so many people just write the goal card down and say, that's it, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for it to come, how much are you waiting to come, 10 million pounds, okay, right, when was the last time you actually read your goal card? Oh, I don't need to. I wrote it down. I know. I know it works. It's coming. Well, I have bad news for you guys. You have to go there and do the graft as well. You have to have the courage, the determination, the drive to get out there and do it. Yes. And you have to turn a lot of stones over to find the pearl. But you know what? If you don't turn the stones over, you'll never find the pearl. You'll never find the pearl. You won't. So I think, you know, there has never been a better time to be fired up, to be excited. There are so many millions of people who are waiting to hear your voice right now. We did, a, we heard some statistics, something like 98% of people are praying for a health or a financial miracle every day. Mm. But your voice just talking to them can make the difference to them. You can really transform someone's life. But you won't if you just sit there waiting for the phone to ring you. That's right. It's it's the never been a best time. Les Brown says right now.
The transfer of wealth is happening. I know this. I believe this. I am seeing it right in front of my eyes. I have never been so busy. I have never known so many people looking for leadership and mentorship. Mm -hmm. What I do know, though, is there's going to be lots of people sat on the side. They are going to be the witnesses. They're going to watch what's going on. Yeah. They're the people that are going to say, it doesn't happen to me. That goal is too big for me. I can't be bothered. Mm -hmm. But the other people are going to become the new millionaires yeah. and the billionaires. Yeah. And they are going to walk straight past the witnesses. Right. And they're going to leave people asking, how did they do that? That's what's going on out there right now. So now is the time to get excited, to get fired. If you set your goal program up, don't wait until January. You need to hit the road running in January. Get it together now. Get your personal development plan together. Get your actual business plan together. Get your spiritual and your family time together. Work it out now. Don't mix it all up. Mm -hmm. Have set times where you can excel in all three different areas. Because most people say, I've wrote a goal. That's great. Mm -hmm. You've got to back it up with something. You know, what are you going to do? How are you going to grow into that role, into that big goal that you've just set? The time has never been better to get excited. And some people saying to me when I said that, that's a bit crazy because, you know, the virus is still here. I said, I know. Yeah. So what does that mean? Because there's hundreds of people need our help now. Now is the right time. Perfect. The money hasn't gone away. The money's always been in circulation. It's just in different places right now. No one's been collected all the money up and scooped it up and thrown it away and said no one's got any money. It's just in different departments. It's in transit. Yeah. And you can make your, your own mind to say, you know, I want to be part of this money that's in transit. I want to be part of the wealth because for me, as I started off with, it's not about the money. Sure, it's great and it, we have a great lifestyle, but we give a lot away. Because you can go and create, because not everyone can create, but you can go and create the wealth for yourself. And if you do, the best way to keep it is to give some of it away. It's been proven. Give it away and more will come. You'll be gifted with more because you can help more people. That's how it works out there. It just, you know, help others and you're on your way. Absolutely 100%. That's right. That's, that's awesome, Ian. Yeah, you give. The more you give, the more you receive. Yeah. You know, all the Always. Yeah. Always. And it's great that you're, you're telling people that, you know, during this particular time of COVID, that you're, you're correct. You're so correct that voices of hope and positivity are needed now more than ever during this time. So now is not the time, like you said, just to write down a goal and put it somewhere and say, you know, I'm going to wait for opportunity to knock no you, you gotta go knock on the doors yourself yeah uh, th th there's it's it's quite interesting but what people are doing now is they are leaving the door open so where they are now uh, and instead of actually going for it flat out they're keeping one foot in both camp one foot in the camp that's holding them back mm -hmm. one foot in the camp will take them forward the reality is that's where you're going to stay okay. yeah. because you need to commit to it and there's a great state of mind that, you, that I think everyone should write down, and that is leaving a way back is accepting failure in advance. Wow. Yeah, think about it. Leaving a way back is accepting failure in advance because you need to go flat out. You need to make a change.
So you need to shut the door, bolt the door, lock the door. There's no way back. Burn the boat. Get rid of the breach. You have no option then but to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the one foot in each camp is called the comfort zone. Mm-hmm. That never created anything, ever. No. You need to commit to whatever it is and do everything you can to deliver this result. And if you're unsure how to do that, you can actually go to my website, which is inaharvey.com, and there's a big button there that says free consultation for 30 minutes. Hit that button, make an appointment, and I will discuss with you how to make a business plan, how to make a personal development plan, how to make a spiritual plan, Mm -hmm. so you actually get on the right track. And we will close every single door behind you. Because one last thing, you can't change history. What happened yesterday? Gone, done, finished. It's history. What we did 10 minutes ago is now history. You can create it, but you can't change it. What's done is done. So if you keep going backwards, you're going back for the same thing. And the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. And one of my favorite things I heard, oh, I was probably about 20 when I heard this, and I think it was from Brian Tracy. And he said, if you put some fleas in a jar and put the lid on, the fleas will naturally jump. Mm-hmm. But after a bit, I think, oh, this hurts. So then they won't jump as high. Yeah? yeah. It's called mental condition. You can then take the lid off the jar. Those fleas will not jump out. They've been mental conditioned to only jump so far. Uh-huh. They won't get out. It just won't happen. And, and Dr. Dennis Waitley, I'm sure this is, I'm, I know it's his scene. He actually did work with, I'm sure it's the Olympic team. And what they did is they put them in an environment and they played all of the music, and these were runners, and they put, to, put programmed into their mind that they were doing the race, even though they were sat on a chair. Uh-huh. And he's scientifically proven that all of their muscles start to kick in. Their heart rate went up, that everything started pumping, every, every single response was as if they were running the race. And they was in their mind. They was. And so my final present for you all is what you sow is what you reap what you put in comes out so be very very careful what it is you put in because that is going to shape you as a person that is going to determine your success that's right or failure you decide but i know where i'm going and I know where lots of other people are going. They are going to have the best 2021 year ever because people are now starting to stand back up off their knees. People are lifting people up. And I feel great to be one of those people lifting people up because the magic is about to begin. That's right. And, and I can attest, uh, I've had the consultation with you, Ian. Talking with you was a great experience. And you really helped me to gain some insight into things that, that I can do and I can improve. And so I encourage anyone that is interested in improving their, their life, up, up-leveling their performance, definitely contact in, take advantage of his free consultation. He has very wise and knowledgeable things to tell you, and uh, you won't regret it, I guarantee you. Excellent. The more people we speak to, the more lives we transform. 
That's right. Ian, it has been great having you on. Appreciate you taking some time out. I know you're really busy. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for being on. This is Sid Owsley from the Determination, Determined Destination podcast, the three Ds to success, where we share stories of people who use determination, determines destination to achieve and overcome things in their life. Thank you for being on. Have a great day. Thanks, Sid. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the three Ds to success podcast. Stay connected with us directly through SidOwsley.com forward slash. You can also join the discussion on Twitter at Twitter.com forward slash OwsleySid and Instagram at www.instagram.com forward slash SidOwsley forward slash. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through 3Ds to success at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Don't forget to like and subscribe to stay fully up to date. Also, get your free gift at SidHousley.com forward slash. Until next time, be determined to achieve your greatness. And remember, determination determines your destination.